Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, DGens and DGenettes, to another episode of the Alfalfa Podcast. We are four radically moderate entrepreneurs and investors swimming in the messy gray ocean, serving up alpha in money, politics, and life. We are Nick Urbani, Eric Johansson, Stephen Cesaro, and I am Arman Asadi. All links at alfalfapod.com. Make sure to hit subscribe wherever you are listening or watching on YouTube and follow us on the socials. And most importantly, hop in our Discord to join the community for the after party and more Alfalfa. Welcome back, everybody, to the Alfalfa podcast. I am your host today. That's right. Hi. That's right. Armand is dead, so I'm filling in. Wow. <laughs> Morbid. Jeez. I'm just kidding. He's right here. Um, Hi, Steven. Yeah, our mom wasn't sure how to kick it off today, so I told him I would uh, jump in and, you know, handle it for you guys. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a, a, a lot of things, I guess. I, I don't know where exactly the discussion is going to go, but it's 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 interesting. Uh, some stuff's been happening lately. Wanted to get your, uh, your, your thoughts on it. So there's been this trend of, of uh, politicians uh, on the right. So some would say uh, trafficking individuals. Others would say pulling a political stunts, but uh, we're now, we're, we're dumping uh, immigrants in in blue cities uh, in front of the vice president's doorstep. And and, and recently, DeSantis, uh, the governor of Florida, really lit up the uh, the, the news by sending 50, uh, 50 illegal immigrants on a plane to Martha's Vineyard and just, just, just dropping them there. Uh, the the left obviously exploded over this. They said uh, DeSantis uh, he he kidnapped these folks. He he was engaged in human trafficking. Uh, DeSantis, for his part, I think is saying, "Look, Florida is not a sanctuary state. It's not a sanctuary city we we have here. Uh, I'm just sending them to a better place. I'm sending them to the sanctuary areas of the country, the place where uh, you guys say that you like you like the immigrants and they're." They're all welcome, and I, I'm just, uh, I'm just <laughs> leaving them for a better life. Um, so I, I, I guess, uh, God for, damn. For, from my perspective, um, one thing is is really obvious to me. Uh, yes, this is a cold, calculated political stunt uh, using uh, human beings as pawns, but I feel like everybody in politics is using human beings as pawns. Uh, all the time. I, I think it's something both sides do. I, I, I get a little, uh, it, I, I, I think it's funny when everybody clutches their pearls and they go, Oh, oh my goodness. Like, hold I, on, Steven, before you get uh, into your analysis, can you give me a little context, a little deeper context of what actually happened? <clears throat> so like these, these illegal immigrants were, um, they, crossed they were imprisoned Florida? or they were, no, like, they, they crossed the border. They ended up okay. in Florida and DeSantis or his team basically, this this was obviously a calculated thing, right? And said, so let's let's round up some uh, some immigrants that we can find, and we're going to they, they signed some documentation, got consent. They said we're going to drop you off, and uh, there, there's some uh, disagreement of whether he said uh, Boston or Martha's Vineyard, but you know they're close enough, Florida. Um, but he basically got them to sign some paperwork. Uh, they ch- chartered a plane and just put them on there and just flew them over. 
and so they they exited the plane at the airport and then were just like free to do go wherever they wished or were they yeah i don't know if he arranged transportation for them from there i mean martha's vineyard is a nice place he must have because i i don't know if they're is there an airport in martha's vineyard i have no idea the, the the point is they 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 flew them from Florida and transported them intentionally and directly to Martha's Vineyard, a, 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 a very ritzy 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 island. I know Obama has a sixteen or twenty million dollar compound there. Uh, some of the wealthiest celebs like the vacation there. I think it's like seventeen twenty thousand people, but I, I hear there's like one or two hundred thousand people there sometimes in the the peak summer months because it's a it's a popular bustling. Uh, tourist destination. Um, so yeah, the left is basically like, this is, this is, uh, this is evil. This is the worst thing. Like since Hitler, uh, one guy literally made a, a concentration camp, uh, uh, analogy on the news. I saw, I thought that was a little bit, uh, a little bit extreme. Um, and uh, people on the right are basically like, this is, this is hilarious. This is the best troll I've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if you if you have any thoughts on this uh, shipping shipping immigrants from Florida to uh, the the ritzy liberal area of Martha's Vineyard, uh, cruel uh, political stunt or hilarious troll or somewhere in between. Wow! Oh my god! Um, <laughs> There's a lot I think here. A, this is fun. Well, not fun. I think it's a. It's, I think it's, it's a, a fun. It's like it a, fun. it's a funny move, right? If you're if your dissent is in your against uh, illegal immigration i think it's a it's a funny way to be like okay well if you're if you're so into it then why don't you deal with it instead of having them in my backyard but i think on a broader scale like you know illegal immigration is illegal right that that's it's part of the it's part of the work like, illegal immigration it's illegal so <laughs> right like there in the word um uh maybe you don't ship them to martha's vineyard maybe you like <laughs> bring them back home. To well, what's, home, what DeSantis know? said was he said, look, I don't have the power. I don't have the authority to send these people back home. The federal government should be doing this, but I do have the power to ship them to Massachusetts. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think obviously this is, this touches on a broader topic of immigration um, more so than this you know, single. I feel like we could get into that discussion. I'm just, I'm just curious. There's like, a lot to explain. Yeah. What do you think about the stunt in particular? I, like yeah. really effective, uh, hilarious, uh, evil. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's evil. Not at all. There's, there's nothing evil about it. Um, I think it is tactful in a way. Cause it's like, it, it forces the conversation to be had, right? Like we're, we're talking about it here and it's like, um, you know, I think when, when you have people who with like, moral idealism and and then they're forced to deal with like the practical reality of a situation you know it's it's interesting then to like maybe see somebody's tune change and that, i think that's maybe the game that DeSantis is playing Armand is tough. he's thinking there's so much there's so many layers to this <laughs> here it comes this is tough though it's like <laughs> well, let's focus God, what do yeah. you what do you think about the stunt in particular so first I would have to ask if it truly is a stunt. That would be at least the first step. And I think that, yes, we could argue all political moves in a sense are some form of a stunt or chess move 
in order to create an outcome that is in favor of yourself and or your political party to receive more uh, votes and or more of a popularity uh, sort of strengthening of what you already have. Okay, so him doing this as a whole in general is it a is it is it a stunt? Is it is it a political move? Yes, it it really does appear that way. It does not appear at all like he just went. Well, my hands are tied. I got nothing else I can do. I've gone through all the, you know, possibilities here. I'm just going to send him to Martha's Vineyard. Like clearly, this is calculated. <laughs> the Obamas apparently have a twelve million dollar home on Martha's Vineyard. So then the next thing people started saying is, yeah, why don't you let him sleep in their backyard? And it's twenty four bedrooms. Yeah, <laughs> and and I just read another comment by Chittick or Shittick. And he was like, yeah, they've got all this space back there. They're not even there most of the time, you know, let them, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Like clearly a lot of people involved, clearly a lot of people thought this would be funny, uh, that would, that it would get press, which is a very important part of all political moves. Does it actually capture the attention of the culture of the psyche of the population? Yes. It's doing all those things. I mean, I don't watch the news and it didn't pop up on any of the social media outlets and pages that I follow. But when Steven said it like, Hey, this is what happened. Uh, you were shocked that you're like, dude, this is everywhere. Like this is like literally been oh, yeah. the thing. In, in my little sphere of politics that I follow, this is, this is a big, <laughs> is a big thing. So that tells about. me it was effective. It tells me that it achieved its outcome. And it tells me that it was very much a house of cards esque sort of move. So then on the other side, or, or rather not on the other side, but then the next question I would ask is like, okay, um, is this any different to your point? Uh, is this any different than a political move that their opponent would make or any other ally would ever make as a whole? And it's like, yeah, people are being used as pawns all the time. We're being used as pawns all the time. Are we not pawns? In the game, like in the in the episode that we did on the, on the markets a couple of weeks ago, I expressed the the disillusioned feeling of feeling like a pawn, and that most people are just being bounced around by the market, and we're nothing more than like citizen numbers, and we're just part of the population. So, like, yeah, pretty much everything that ever happens is human beings used as a pawn. But the difference is that when you use three hundred fifty million people as a pawn versus fifty people. There is a bit of an extreme grievance there. Like you have you have 50 people that were rounded up specifically for the purpose of like this stunt. It is a little bit just cheap and gross. It is a little bit gross to just use people. Like you wouldn't do that to okay, let me put this in a different lens. Would we ever do that to citizens of this country? If citizens of this country were treated that way. We would say that this guy is a fucking animal. We'd be uh, like, "Can I? Can I jump in, please? Uh, have you have you ever seen uh, homeless people shipped on buses from so the, uh, one jurisdiction yes, to another? Yes. We do. So yeah, no, great, great, great example. And that was the purpose of the question: Do we ever treat people that way? Hmm. Yeah, and we'd go. That's I'm sorry, sorry if I fast played. No, no, no. I, that's, that's, itchy trigger finger. No, it's like. Um, <laughs> To be honest, though, one of the things that we lack is like there's not enough attention on when that happens at all. Because one of the things that I argued in the homelessness episode is that we don't treat these homeless people like human beings at all. They also appear to be less than the average citizen. 
they are not treated equally at, like like an average normal American citizen. So they also are being treated like animals in many ways or or non-human level in many ways. So you have that. Then you have these, uh, again, you would never, I, I don't think you'd ever see 50 regular everyday people treated like this. And these are 50 everyday, regular, everyday people, but they came illegally to this country. So they broke a law. They broke our wait, law. Wait, are, are you saying these people were treated badly though? Well, I don't have the details. Like, so, I, I so, feel like uh, most illegal immigrants don't, don't, don't most illegal immigrants like end up in some like South Texas border town and some crappy conditions that like overcrowded and until they can kind of so go somewhere to give a, a preface for the entire episode. Like I'm exploring all of this with reading absolutely zero about this entire thing. So I have no, I don't know shit about the people or the details beyond that. They're illegal immigrants. And I'm listening to what you told me that they got shipped to Martha's vineyard. But are you saying what, that because they got shipped to Martha's vineyard of all places that like, that's so much better than like the typical way that they're treated. Hold on. Let's, can I second. back up one sec? Can I back up one second? Yeah. And and I want to ask you guys um, a very simple question that I I don't actually know. So I, I want yeah I want the answer. Like, um, what is a sanctuary state? And um, is is Massachusetts a sanctuary state? Is that what I'm interpreting here? Yeah. I mean, there are sanctuary, uh, especially sanctuary cities, right? That are sort of expressly like friendly to illegals. Like like for one thing, like they say, like if you come here, we won't round you up and deport you. Is, is pretty much the main draw of like a, a sanctuary area, right? Like they're saying like, we're expressly not going to Which is really, round you up. We're going to protect wild. you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's an extreme position. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I think the concept is, I've never understood the concept. I think the concept is, is, is sort of, it's a humanitarian concept. So is, is California sanctuary state? Because uh, here yeah. in California, we have many, um, many, illegal immigrants who cross over the Mexican border and those, uh, those folks end up working many jobs that like a lot of people aren't willing to do. Like is California one of these? Yeah. I mean, California is one of the most sanctuary areas of the country as far as, as far as I'm aware. Well, wait, I don't know how that works. I mean, are you telling me like people in California can't get deported? I, I don't think that's the no, case. They can't, the, the idea is that like deportations are done by the federal government, right? Mm -hmm. So some jurisdictions actively cooperate with like mm -hmm. the federal government or ICE or whoever it is to round up people and like hand them over. Right. Like, so like you, that somebody may get stopped in a traffic stop and they're yeah. clearly an illegal. And then the police department like detains them and hands them over to ICE. But in like a sanctuary city that might not happen. Got right. It. So ICE is going around in you know, San Francisco or something trying to find people to deport, but the local okay. jurisdiction is not cooperating with the federal government. They're not just okay. like handing them over. In San Francisco, that's sort of like, for the, example, is like a, a, a notorious, you know, sanctuary city or Portland. So traditionally or in Florida, I guess what I'm uh, picking up here is that you would, you would get an illegal immigrant and they would get into custody and then you would turn them over to the, the federal government who would then deport them mm -hmm. back to their, their home. Yeah. Like DeSantis, country. like, can't send people back to Venezuela or something like he doesn't, as okay. far as I'm aware, have, have the authority to do that, but the federal government can't, but he had the authority to send them to a neighboring state 
that has friendlier laws toward legal immigration. As far as I am aware, and as far as I can gather, digging through the legal framework, and I, I am genuinely curious how there are many people on the left right now, like howling that this is kidnapping or some sort of human trafficking. Like, as far as I can tell, he got them to sign a consent form, basically said, we can't take care of you here. You're not really welcome here. We don't, we're not like in favor of legal illegal immigration, but good news. There are all these areas of the country that say they are, they're sanctuaries. Yeah. Look, so we're going to send you there. Okay. So now to go back, but to go forward <laughs> in a sense, um, look, it's not human trafficking. Look, it's not, it's not human trafficking. It's not these extreme reactions, but it is treating people in a way that we would typically not treat them if they were citizens of this country. So then one might argue and say, well, okay, if these people are not citizens of the country, they are not given the rights that are earned by being a citizen of this, of this country, whether you're born or naturalized as a citizen, citizen of the United States. Okay. So they should not be given the same protections and the same, uh, yeah, basically the same protections. Wait, wait, how are they not being treated like citizens? Right. Because, because I think, I think it's interesting that these guys probably had the choice of you can either be deported or we can send you to no, the they place didn't where even, you're they didn't even give them that. They didn't even put a gun to their head as far as I'm aware, because they couldn't like I don't think Florida government can deport them. I think he was literally like, Hey, would you guys like a freed all expense paid trip to Massachusetts sign here? And everybody was like, yeah. Well, what do you mean? Yeah. What other choice do they have? They could have just remained there remained and then they would ultimately get deported by the federal government i imagine mm, i don't think the federal government's doing a whole lot of like there's insane amounts of uh, immigrants like as far as i know they didn't like round i, I like i don't want to talk too out of my ass here because you know think that, that they were not forced is ultimately what you're getting no at. i they know they 50 weren't people yeah and they said do you want to do this sign here well the Boom. funny thing is like, like cnn or a bunch of other news outlets have been doing interviews with these yeah. people and they're like were you you brought here against your will and then like what like what what was what was it like for you and they're just like no it was so great this place is so nice and it, <laughs> yeah. and it makes sense right like Steven's mexican accent <laughs> pretty <laughs> damn good man let's just, let's just bleep that out this man's uh, eating a taco <laughs> and a pacifico or two that was incredible well, I, I just i was just th i was watching like you know jake tapper whoever it was just like talk to these people and just think of like how detached we are. Right? They're talking to this person who just went through hell, like from like, like they came from an impoverished, like war torn nation in like central America and then paid a coyote to basically probably shove them in a truck and smuggle them over the border. And they've watched like two of their friends die. And then this reporter is like, how terrible is it that somebody gave you a plane ticket to the nicest area of the entire country and dropped you off here. And they're like, this is so great. This has been the best part of my like, yeah. last three weeks. Everybody's treating yeah. me so kindly. And the people are like, oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. So I haven't seen any of this, but <laughs> I am, I am sure that is probably the case for most of them. That completely makes sense because to get into the country is the hardest part. That's the dream. Once you're here, as long as you don't any longer have like to know that that risk of deportation is gone and the governor of Florida is coming to you and say, I'm, I'm going to use you for a stunt. You don't, maybe, maybe you're not completely aware of the complexity of that, but I'm going to use you for a stunt. I'm going to send you here. You're just like, and I'm not in trouble. 
but it's, and the, it's good. the equivalent. That sounds good to you. What, what are, yeah, like, okay, it's like cool. if I went to you, Armand, and I was like, "Here's ten million dollars in cash. I'm going to use you in a, as a stunt. I'm going to send you to Mykonos. You're going to be like, use the fuck out of me, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. It's probably the equivalent it. of like I'm with you know, it. Of what, what would happen to you? you know? I, I okay. I, I think that that actually. Again, I had not looked at any of this before. I have zero awareness of this before this conversation. That makes a ton of sense to me. That takes away a lot of the uh, kind of like trigger happy reasoning of like these people that were immigrants were not treated equally. Look, because the next point I was going to make after that is like, okay, that's one aspect of analysis, right? We have to analyze that. But the next next aspect of analysis is just plainly that, well, when you do something like that, you're making a choice to put yourself at risk. You know that. You know that deep down. And you know that actually your life is on the line. When you fly I to mean, Martha's Vineyard? No, when you no. come across, <laughs> when you cross a border. By the way, this happens in Europe too, right? People from all kinds of countries crossing into Europe and trying to find some sort of, uh, whether they're refugees or trying to find some sort of like, um, sanctuary in like a Switzerland or a Germany or whatever it might be more like a Germany. And oftentimes it's unsuccessful. They get caught up in a place like Turkey and then Turkey turns them into their home country or whatever, or they go to Greece and then they get caught up in Greece and they have to somehow pay thousands of dollars and go through these secret trucks. And, and then the person that they pay turns on them and then their brother or their uncle dies along the way. Like these are real stories. And then it happens so much from people coming from Mexico to the United States, but people do it because they're signing up for a better life. And that to them is worth the risk to come into the country or not necessarily to the United States, but a country that has a more powerful, more stable currency like the United States to earn dollars, be able to send them back to your family. I mean, that's why people well, do this. They're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts for yeah. themselves and their families. So they do it with the risk, but I just don't want to lose the fact that there's a human element here. I, I, I am, uh, I am not generally an advocate for using human beings as political props. Um, I'm just sort of acknowledging the reality that that is what both parties do. Yeah. I would argue that the, the democratic party is especially, uh, keen at using, uh, entire, uh, races, uh, sexual identities, genders of people as, as props, you know? So like, I, I especially don't care about the, the pearl clutching, uh, coming from them. I would prefer that nobody were used as props to make points, but uh, sadly that is the the world we live in. Um, I do think that what DeSantis did was really effective at making the point. And he seems like he's, he's really good at putting uh, you know, the, the quote unquote libs in a position where they have to defend positions they have in a way that makes them look, look super really dumb. bad. He did this with COVID. He did this with like the, the teaching of the sex stuff in schools. Right. And now he's doing it with uh, immigration. And, and I was struck by how bad the, the, uh, you know, the, the liberals were on the, on the other end of the PR game. Like imagine if you were like, how easy it would have been for Obama to be like, you know what? We got a big house. <laughs> we're going to put good. all these immigrants good. up in my house for a week. <laughs> we'll show those heartless Republicans. Like you could have done that. You could have just put them all in his little oh, mansion. I need at least one impersonation every episode going forward. 
That's been way too long. That, I'm gonna need at least a couple of those every episode. Like, like how hard would it have been? To it just was like, like a blend of Obama and like Kermit in a way. I don't spend all day practicing my Obama impression. Maybe a little Jordan Peterson as well. Like, oh, that was definitely yeah, Jordan yeah, Peterson. Yeah. That was not my Jordan Peterson. <laughs> you have a good Jordan Come Peterson. But my like point was, it would have been so easy to just counterpunch this. Wait, can you do a Jordan can Peterson? Playing, playing Obama, do the Jordan Peterson no, voice. No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it, ha- it has to just be like spare of the moment. It'll, Democracy. It'll... <laughs> oh, I tried to do that. Come on. Come on. Give me something. <laughs> just picks a word. Rants about uh. it. Anyway, it'll it, it, it look it'll it'll come out sometime. I, I Where the hell were you? Don't don't make me dump all my okay, impressions fine. on one episode. I know. I used to do impressions and people would put me on the spot all the time. <laughs> and then one day I woke up and I literally can't do another accent for to save my life. Dude, you were so weird. good at it though. Dude, it was so weird. Like it's just the whole part of my brain is just gone. You lost it. Yeah. You don't use it, you lose it, brother. <laughs> well, <laughs> Anyway, I was I was trying to like slightly shift the conversation to yes. another thing, which which I think you you probably have some thoughts on. And like I was saying, like it would have been so easy to just flip the script on this and make DeSantis like really really bad. Right. Um, but none of these like uber wealthy people on the left like took any of these people in and put them up on their home. Even if they didn't want to do it, if they just did it for like five days or just three days in the house that they weren't even like, it would have looked so good. And instead, so what, what ended up happening with these people once they got into Massachusetts? Like, has the I think like this- two days later they shipped them off to like a military base or something, and then like the the people were making these posts on Facebook like, "Thank you for enriching our experiences of interacting with you." It was just like the most like. <laughs> Like, like you, you know how there's all these people with like, you know, you drive around like North Park or South Park and there's like the lawn sign, you know, the, in this house, we believe oh. no person is illegal. Science is real. It's just, it's just like a bunch of those lawn signs. Truism. So and, cringe. To, like, that's what this is. It's like the lawn sign. Like, and, and like what, why this stunt was genius to me is that it exposed this idea that there's this group of sort of like, you know, elite people on the coast who do this sort of like nimbyism slash yeah. like virtue signaling thing. They like to be like, oh, I'm an advocate, I'm an advocate for this and this and this. And but the, they never have to live with any of the consequences right. of the stuff they push. Well, and the best way to prove that they are completely inept and that their ideas are broken is by sh- forcing them to prove it to themselves. And that's what this did. That's what this did. That's why that's it was kind brilliant of because I think what everyone has tried to do in the past is like go into a very direct head on verbal battle of ideas. And this was a political chess move that forced them to react, to express their ideology, and then to prove that their ideology in this specific situation is completely broken by talking to the immigrants and then being like, all good. Here's some tacos. Now just get on the bus and please leave. So no, it's, it's, it is, it is brilliant. Do you guys think that he's just better at this game, more intelligent um, and ready to kind of like, yeah, what do you see here when you see this guy and like some of the moves he's making? I mean, these are pretty unique moves that we haven't well, seen you can, before. Uh, you can juxtapose it against Trump's moves. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he took uh, illegal immigrants and detained them for months. Right. Um, and, 
I think DeSantis's move was uh, more elegant, like way more, more tactical. Uh, it was like a, it was a smarter play. He uh, seems much more tactful and uh, graceful with his sort of thinking and delivery of the moves as a whole. Even his speech is just so much more tactful and graceful and still maintains that level of like, Kind of, kind of that right wing sort of vibe. Yeah, and he does that. He, he does, does like the you know, Trump hand moves. He still does yeah. this. Yeah. He's oh, like that's key. He's he's yeah, basically key. like cloned all of the stuff about Trump that people yeah. love about Trump. But then he's just he's done it like a guy who went to Harvard, you know. And like Trump is, yeah. like, I, I don't think like I don't think Trump like thinks about most of the stuff he says. Right, he's just like a bull in a china shop and just like right. it, it's just unbelievable. This like, guy it, seems way more just, tactical. Yeah, like he's very politically shrewd. I mean, say what you will about the guy, but like he is like one of the most savvy political operators like I've can remember seeing. So are like, we, I don't know if are we, a more savvy guy. Are we pretty sure that um in the next presidential election, uh those two will be the the primary Republican candidates like Trump and DeSantis? Is that Yeah, I think so. And That's a big battle, man. Uh, I hope we don't get into a situation where like DeSantis like loses to Trump and then has to be his freaking lapdog, like VP. And then like, he's going to be his VP for four years and then go govern the country after. It's just like not going to work. I just like, I, I, I really want to just see the DeSantis versus Newsom showdown. I want to just get like the new young blood in there. The guy who stands for whatever crap California is doing that I think is objectionably, objectively terrible. And then like, like there's like a clear choice there. Like the last election was like, do you want to like eat a pile of shit by spoon or would you like a fork? It was just like, there was, it was just, it was, it was just awful. Like at least here there's like a choice between two clear things and and people can choose that choice and not be like, so how do you feel? How do you feel like that um, election would go? Because part of me feels like Trump's um, Trump's, catered so well to this like disenfranchised blue collar white folk that like love him. And I wonder if, if DeSantis can capture any of that. Cause I think DeSantis will do a pretty good job ca- capturing some of this like uh moderate. Uh, I don't, he definitely will. Myself it, that, I think that's in. the shoe in yeah. is the, is, is not the moderate. I think the moderate's the part where he's going to earn way more than Trump ever did. He'll always capture the right. Like he's, he's fundraised like more than any other governor in history. Like I think he's raised like $180 million. It's, it's a crazy how much money he's raised. Hmm. I, I think he does. I think what really appeals to Trump, uh, re- what, what re- really appeals about Trump to people is that he just like owns the libs. I, and I think that, <laughs> I think that's like it. I think he's basically like these people laugh at you and they think you're like a piece of crap and like, Fuck him. Let's go punch him in the face together. And I think that's kind of the root of it. So I think DeSantis, when he does these things, is like tapping into that. Like these people like hate you. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like I going agree. to battle with them. But what he lacks that Trump had that might be the stronger, deeper part of the, the Trump ideology is the is is the we're going to you know clear the swamp. He's the outsider coming in saying this is a world of lies. All politicians are crooked. Don't trust them. 
I'm the business guy. I know how to run shit. I'm smarter than all these people. And I'm going to do what's best for the country and the economy. And I think people got behind that. I don't know if DeSantis has. I don't know enough about DeSantis. He's a young guy. He's not a man. He's not like the the essence of the swamp is like Hillary's running for like you have this like grooming process. Like like John Kerry ran for president. The hell wanted to elect John Kerry. He's just a guy who was there, did the establishment thing. And he was in line. We just said we had three Bushes. Run for president. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, but he was the first so that ridiculous. like was in a position That's where what he people could hate. point out the corruption. I agree, but I think like DeSantis is like so far removed from being like a Kerry or a Hillary or like yeah. Bush the fourth. Like I think he can yeah. still be an outsider, especially since he set himself up as this guy who's punching like the Democratic establishment in the face. But he's doing it in a much savvier way than like like Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? Who's kind of like doing the own the libs thing, but she mostly just like, she just like self owns herself constantly. And it's just like, or like Lauren Boebert or whatever. Like they're, they're just not super political. Like they don't appeal to the center. Like I think DeSantis, like DeSantis really appeals, you, you know, you know, like David Sachs, right? Okay. I think he's got like a huge, huge boner for DeSantis. Yeah, like I huge. think he's just like, yes. Thank Huge. God I can support this guy. I don't have to like secretly like vote for Trump and not talk about it on the pod right, and have right. like Jason. Like, do we, do we also feel like uh, Biden is not going to run for a second term or will, or will be potentially forced to not run for a second term? I think he's going to be accidentally like fall down the stairs at some point, you know, like it's, he's, he's so dead. And then, and then in your opinion, it's Newsom. Uh, who will be sort of promoted as uh, our, I mean, it has to be right. Newsom's running ads and he's running ads in Florida saying like, come back to California. But like nobody what? even <laughs> likes him in his home state. Like everyone in California hates Is that him. Real? Um, he's running yeah. Ads saying, yeah. He's running ads home. in Florida saying like, come to California. It's great over here. Everybody's like, motherfucker. Why do you think we're here? Why there's a mass <laughs> yeah. exodus. We used to live there. Probably. Mass <laughs> exodus from California. Oh, uh, but like, I, I thought what was really interesting was that I, I think in that Dan Rather interview, was it Dan Rather? I can't, no, maybe it wasn't Dan Rather. One of the, one of the 60 minutes guys, maybe it was, I, I don't know. I can't remember these guys' names. Some old white uh, helmet haired uh, reporter guy, you know, <laughs> he, he did the, you know, the in- interview where he's like, no inflation's it's, Oh, I like it's, him. Oh yeah. It's, that was it's just down like, oh, you could go or something. 1%. He's like, yeah. But but I think in that interview he's like, "Are you running again?" That guy's a hell of a he's like, "Are you running? Are you running for president again?" To the incumbent president, and he's like, "Well, if I answer that, like you know how it is, I have to make all these like all these legal things go in motion." And I was like, "All right, he's out." <laughs> oh, he asked <laughs> at that moment. You he, he literally asked Biden if he's running again. He's just like, oh, wow. you know, you know, I can't say. So it wasn't an of course. I, I think he's done. I, I think look, he's his his approval rating is lower than. Trump's for God's sake. It's, it's not even that. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think he wants to be there anymore, man. I I, I think he knows his own. Dude, I think he's he's just incapable. Like he's uh, physically, he's I don't just, think he wants to be there. I don't think the establishment wants him to be I there. The done. people who voted for him don't want him to be there. I can't believe like, he has two just, more years. Ugh, like, it's such a hard brutal. job, and he's just so old and he'll tired. be eighty. Like and like he's not a young eighty. He's an old eighty. You know, like there's a difference. Like he's old mentally. It's not just his age. Yeah. Like, like he's just if, not strong willed at all. Like he's just, yeah, very, very. And, and when he tries to show strength, it's so feeble and fake. It's so 
yeah. kind of gross when Starts he does yelling. it. Just, yeah, he, he turns just, into like, come on, man, talk. And it's yeah, he turns just into like, like old man yells like, at cloud. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, he kind of seems like he's he's a little gets just, all squinty eyed and yeah, he's like um. He's like, you know that Office episode where like, do you ever watch The Office? Yeah, where like Dwight Schrute gives that speech about he's like, the revolution's he just like just starts just screaming random (laughs) stuff that doesn't make any sense, but it's just vaguely sort of pump up and out there. That's that's like it just seems like what he does in like his his stuff, and yeah, it does feel very forced and like I'm totally not dead. I'm totally young, vivacious, super weird. Yeah, Yeah. it's super weird. I mean, so do you guys think, okay, a couple, since you asked like, okay, who do you, you know, what do you think happens on, on the Democrat side? Who wins between, um, DeSantis and Trump? What do you guys think? I think that Trump has has such a devout following. It's almost like Bitcoiners. They're like, they're like maxis, you know, like yeah. there's like Trump maxis yes, out there are. that uh, he doesn't have to like, he doesn't have to do much because like Biden has done so poorly already that like, I think Trump can, can just win by showing up almost. Yeah. And then like, and, and I don't, I, I, I wouldn't want to see that personally, but that's just the way that I'm observing it, uh, you know, as I just look at it. But you know, DeSantis seems like a better candidate, you know, just, mm-hmm. but man, Trump, uh, shit. He's so many people are just like there for him. Yeah. I think that it's Trump's if he wants it, it's kind of like that. It's like, if he chooses to run and chooses to go to battle, not only will he win the primary, but he'll win the overall general election. Um, the only way I see DeSantis winning is if Trump decides for him and his life, he's done. He has a different role to play now, and it's not to be president for another four years, and that he's going to choose to actually not run at all and support DeSantis and maybe play a different role. Well, but I think if he exactly runs, like Trump. if he runs, it's... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something he would do. <laughs> yeah. You don't see him doing that, huh? No, he's, he's obvious. Like, he just... That, I'm saying he's that's so the only mad. reason. That's he just the only doesn't way. want to be a loser. Do I think. Right. I think he'll. He's just like. I, I'm still. There was this old John Stewart sketch he did back in the day. I remember where like it was like 2013 at like the the correspondence dinner and like Barack Obama was giving one of his speeches at like joke things and he like ripped on this Trump. This when the Daily Show used to be funny. Yeah, back when yeah. the Daily Show used to be funny and like Obama dunks on Trump and everybody's laughing and he's just sitting there like this and the camera zooms in on him and John Stewart's just like, this is where it all began. <laughs> and I think he was right. I think Trump was sitting there like, Fuck this guy! I'm gonna be president. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna beat all these losers. Why right? is Trevor Noah so unfunny? To be fair, I think Trevor Noah is actually more funny than Stephen Colbert, which is really sad. Because Stephen Colbert I, used to be he used very to be funny. So funny. If he we're talking about great. today, Stephen Colbert is a suit. If we're talking about back in the day when he was John Stewart's buddy, he was the shit. He was so funny. He was extremely talented. And yeah, like there's no comparison now. The, the, hold on, let's just get, let's get back on track real quick because I just had a thought. I think, All right. Um, <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I, I want a daily show talk. All right, go ahead. I think there's um, a thought that just crossed my mind is like, I can see a, a situation where a Democratic voter can read the tea leaves. They can see the writing on the wall. And, and if given a choice between uh, a, another Trump presidency or voting for DeSantis, like just knowing that, uh, you know, a Democratic president is not going to win. 
they would they would like support DeSantis, and that that might be what takes him over the top. Hmm. Okay, I, I I just had a thought as well. I think what would create a full blown potential civil war would be a Biden versus Trump. Oh God. I think what would be a good election that we would want to see would be uh Newsom versus DeSantis. And I think uh, a kind of middle ground election that could potentially be interesting as well would be Trump versus Newsom, but would also be pretty gross but not as gross as Trump versus Biden. I mean, I think Newsom would just dunk on Trump. Okay. Really? I, I, if Biden can beat Trump just sitting in his basement, not coming out and doing an interview for three months. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I find it hard to believe like, I, people really hate Trump That's on the true. left. Like, Really? But I think they forgot. I think a lot of people have like enough time. As they'll they'll like, remember. Okay, He'll like, get into the spotlight. Like people just forgot because you got banned off Twitter. Like getting yeah. banned off Twitter is the best thing that ever happened to him. Like people, agree. people are almost like nostalgic for him now. They're like, oh, remember the memes? Those are some great memes, yeah. right? But like the second he's back in the spotlight, he'll say something so inflammatory and outrageous that once again, 50% of the country would be like, absolutely not. No, I will eat glass and, and, and it'll, it'll be over. I think I don't, I don't, I don't know. But then the, the, the actual Trump of files, as Eric said, will be emboldened and I th- excited. I, th- I think he does be, be like Biden because Biden has just absolutely fine. fallen on his face. So, I mean, he's arguably one of the worst presidents of all time, in my opinion, which I think would be a fun discussion at some point. Ooh. So I think Wotes, after worst of all times, yeah, like presidential votes, um, votes, I mean, Biden's <laughs> gotta be up there. Uh, like people are like, people are sort of, there are some people who are like, okay, like I really didn't like the mean tweets and the, you know, questionably racist stuff occasionally. But like, God, like the economy was great and I, my stock portfolio was a lot better at least and gas didn't cost a $17 a gallon. So I think there's a lot of people who might, that was a close election. I think it might tip and I, I think he would beat Biden. And I think that would be terrible for the guy. I think the country explodes if Trump is like president again. Like, I don't, I don't think it would be. Like implodes, great. like explodes, like in a good way, like the economy explodes. And like, if I was like, Eric, you're going to implode. Would you be like, oh, great. That sounds a lot better than exploding. Well, exploding <laughs> can be used in a positive way when you're talking about the market uh, sort of like popping off. No, I mean like explode, like, you know, like dynamite into a million <laughs> pieces. I don't, I don't think it'll be good. I think it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be having the civil war discussion. So a lot more. maybe as we work toward wrapping this up, Stephen, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I haven't, like I said, had a chance to, to look into this, but some of the narrative that I saw going around, um, the more left-leaning publications was that this was kind of like a bit of an act of war. Like, did you think about that or come across that and kind of see it as like, this could be the beginning of oh, like the a, Martha's vineyard. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Where we started. Yeah. No, I, I don't, th- I guess. I, what I th- do you think are the consequences of, of this move? The second, third order, you know, how does this play out? What's next? I think uh, I think the consequences of this move are mostly good. I think that there's been like this uncomfortable, like awkward thing brought up where like, like, like Eric Adams is a great example of this, right? Like he declared a state of emergency because New York, like a population of what, like 15 million people or something. They had like, I don't know, like 50,000 immigrants come in 
And it was like, or fair, maybe it was like 15,000. It was, it was a very small number relative to the New York infrastructure. He's like state of emergency. And then he was trying in an interview to toe this line between talking about like how DeSantis was so bad, but also there's nothing wrong with the Biden administration's immigration policy that has resulted in this like mass, like crossing of the border that we've, we've seen. That's like tearing is like, city apart supposedly to the point where he has to declare a state of emergency. So I think the ultimate result of this is like, I I really think like independence, especially I think people on the left are always going to see what they want to see. And people on the right are always going to see what they want to see. I do get the vibe that like independence, like kind of like DeSantis, like he, I I feel like he speaks to them. And and I, I feel like they're looking at the stuff he's like shining a spotlight on and being like, Mm, that's kind of weird. That's not good. That's not, I don't like that. And I, 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 I think the stuff he signed spotlights on in, in general is like, I don't know, to me, it seems like reasonable. And I, I would like those things to change. Like, right. Like I don't, I don't like dislike immigrants, but like, it's also not good that this many people come over the border like this illegally. If, if nothing else, then like we have to understand that everybody coming over the border right now is mostly facilitated by like the cartel. It's like a huge business. Like we've created this like enormous industry where these people are just like paying these like murderers basically to take them over the border. Like I heard a story about somebody who was like trying to cross the border by themselves in the river. And like the coyotes literally like went in the river and pulled them out. And were basically like, you have to pay the toll. Like you, like, so we're, I've never heard that, that that is, it's like under, it's like one of these things where under the guise of trying to be good people, we're like, Oh, no person is illegal. Everybody come in. It's like, you think you're doing something virtuous, but like the second, third order consequences. We got to have a whole episode on this topic. I I, want to keep going. Yeah. I think we, I think we should do a whole, Jimmy uh, and I think we should do a whole immigration one. I think it'd be interesting. Definitely. I know this kind of turned into like a political variety hour. Yeah. Which I had fun with actually. Yeah. We, we, I know we usually stick to like one topic and do a deep vibe, but I, yeah, I kind of had the fun. I kind of had fun. Steven had fun, Eric. Shooting the shit. Like I, we don't get like, I can tell Steven is freaking bouncing around. Yeah, it was fun to get like aura. sort of like overtly political for <laughs> yeah. for, for once. So you know, Stephen Colbert, worst of all time? Yeah, he's the he sucks. Now. It's you know what told you know what like showed me we'll wrap Jimmy with, Kimmel's the worst. Oh we'll wrap with this. You know what showed me that he was the worst ever was when John Stewart went on Stephen Colbert and talked about COVID. Oh my God. And he Stephen Colbert it. was like killed he killed it. And he was like, was like this is the expression of a free man. Was John Stewart, a free man with no ties to any organization or person who speaks from his heart with conviction. And Stephen Colbert was like, I don't even know if there was a human there. It was just like a robot, like like, reacting. You you cannot say that. Yeah. Oh, God. He was like bad. And his whole entire like origin was, I am a truth comedian. I point out truths that are funny and they're funny because they're true. That was the whole purpose of what the daily show was supposed to be. And Stephen Colbert is no longer that person. So maybe he has no choice. I miss, I miss the John Stewart days. I know. Good times. I know he's a smart free man. He's, he's the reason that I was so left leaning for so long, uh, was, was a lot of his ideas. And I still think a lot of his ideas are, are absolutely great. So yeah, man. Good stuff, boys. Uh, That is a wrap. We'll see you in the next episode, everybody. What are we talking about, Stephen?
Uh, we are talking about my crippling, uh, chronic, always on the internet addiction. Addictions. Yeah. Your addicted life. Yeah. The trador. I haven't figured out the exact pitch for it, but that's okay. It'll, it'll come to us. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> All right. Peace. Later, guys. Later. Later.